My name is Don Allen Parker. I'm the great-grandson of Quanta Parker. And I have four what I would call oral history bits of information that I would like to share, which is uh, not found uh, in uh, the writings related to Quanta Parker. The first one begins with a prominent uh, Chickasaw elder family that had boarded a train uh, where Quanta Parker was uh, present. And this Chickasaw elder uh, asked Quanta, uh, knowing that they had been through the, the wars uh, in 1874 and 1875, and the other skirmishes that took place in the Comanche area, asked him what was most memorable, what did he remember most about these skirmishes and these wars. And Quanah told him the thing that he remembered most was at one time in a skirmish, he hit a small baby. It was accident. And he said, I always wondered what happened to that baby. The second story is was handed down from my grandmother, uh, Nora Parker, uh, who is Baldwin Parker Sr.'s uh, wife, uh, who are my grandparents. She told of an incident where Quana uh, was in the cash hardware store uh, buying items uh, as they were going out to his ranch. And he picked up a certain item. She couldn't remember exactly what the item was, but it was a, it was a farm tool of some sort. And she uh, said that Aubrey uh, Birdsong, who was his son-in-law, told him that, Quana, you do not need this. We, we, we already have one, or we have plenty. And, and Quana said, no, he wanted, to, he wanted to purchase this item. Aubrey Birdsong was insistent that he not buy it. He said, we have plenty. And Quana became so irritated that he 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 pulled out his his six year. Of course, he got his way. But what was not known was on the way back to Quana's ranch, he went another route and went to a, another elder family uh, house and and gave this tool, this instrument, to this family because Quana knew that that person needed that tool. So that was the kindness and, and caring sort of person that Quana was. The third story uh, was given to, uh, I believe, uh, some people in the writings of Quana about uh, him uh, talking to his his wives. And Anna Tomacary was the one that I heard handed this story down about the time when when everything was being settled and that all these wives were in, in this household and he wanted uh, to get all these wives together and tell them that, you know, these uh, ways are are the way that, that we have to live in this big house and and if you any of you are not satisfied with how we live, uh, you're welcome to leave and I will help you in however way I can.
So again, that's the generosity and foresight that uh, Ronald Parker had uh, pertaining to his family's unit. The fourth story was uh, relayed to me in a what I will call a TP prayer meeting that I was in attendance with, with uh, many elders who are not here today. And in, in, in the morning time, these men would go back in and they would tell different stories uh, pertaining to different people. And some of them were funny and sometimes they would talk uh, Comanche, which uh, I did not understand. But uh, there was a story that they told uh, that in a teepee that Juana Parker was in that one of these elders, one of these men, asked Juana, you know, that we know you, 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 you like our people to get educated. They go to these boarding schools. And he said, but I want to tell you, I have a grandson that was sent there, and we're old, and we... We, we need this grandson. We need his help. And he said, you, you talk of being a, a powerful man. He said, I want to know if you can go to that school and see if my grandson cannot be allowed to return home to help us. And people thought that nothing would be done of it. And that following day or so, Juana went to Fort Children's School and took this young boy out of school and told the officials why he was doing it and brought that young man uh, to, the, to the grandparents. So those are the, uh, the, the four oral-type history stories that I know of. Uh, when I think of Quana and uh, his mother, Cynthia Ann, I, I cannot help but think that Quana, that Cynthia Ann, captured at age nine, did not forget about Jesus Christ, did not forget about Lord, about God and the Bible. I believe that she, she knew that. I believe that she, she had to have shared that with him because of two things that enlightens me in that regard. When the uh, Mennonite uh, missionaries wanted to establish a mission, they came to Quanah and asked for some land uh, that he could donate or help him to build a mission. So he did. He proceeded uh, west of his home approximately two miles and came to a place, and he cut a, uh, I think it was a notch in a tree, and he said, build Jesus' house. So I just feel like that he knew about salvation, and he knew that Jesus was the Son of God. And the other thing that, that brings me to remembrance is that in his room, he had a, a picture of, of Jesus Christ. So I think that Juana knew that salvation through Jesus was the only way, even though he had to compromise his way of life in his traditional sense to, to stay in touch with the uh, uh, his Indian people. So that's the things that I, that I just wanted to share today, and I appreciate the time and opportunity to have done this. Thank you very much.